Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Bills Mafia, we know there's only one topic every day, all Bills, all the time. And now Matt Bovey and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking Bills all year long, because it's always game day in Buffalo. All right, it's always game day in Buffalo. Sal Capaccio, Matt Bovey. Matt, it's going to start off right away in New York on September 11th. Mm-hmm. MetLife against New York, the New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers' debut. It gets tough right away out of the gate for the Bills. The first probably month of the season, month and a half, probably their best opportunity to get some wins under their belt to stack them. And then it gets really real. Now, look, anything yeah. can happen. We know that. But this is a tough schedule. To your point about regressing with wins, one of the things you have to think about here is they could win. They could go 10-7. and seven, but man, that might be like a really good job based on a very tough schedule. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that even their games that you're going to put like little asterisks by as their easier games still have some challenges. Like the Raiders game, you know, the Raiders aren't great, but I don't think the Raiders are going to get their doors blown off. And Washington's another one. Like I think Washington might sneakily be competitive if Howell is any good this year. So especially on the road. So, yeah, like you need to get off to a good start because that second half stretch, you have all of the I mean, you're talking about a trip to Cincinnati, another trip to Kansas City, a trip to Los Angeles, a home game against Dallas, trip to Philly. Div- a trip to Philly. You've got your division games mixed in there Ooh. like you are not messing around. I-, I legitimately do think the AFC East is the best division in all of football. So that's why I think like, you know. Not all eleven and six or ten and seven records are created equal. You could have a really good team and still lose six or seven games this year. And if that's the case, just got to hope that you're playing your best at the end of the season. Yeah, this is a tough show for the Bills, and obviously it starts right away with a tough AFC East opponent. We think is going to be very tough, and why shouldn't they be with the New York Jets? And then of course you have the Miami Dolphins within the first four weeks of the season. You're not going to have Von Miller. They did ultimately put him on the physically unable to perform list. We talked about that. On the last, uh, it's always game day in Buffalo. Are you, where are you now that we're here with the New York Jets specifically? And even the Dolphins, but where are you? You just said best division in the AFC East. Where are you with these teams? Like, um, is the AFC East, I should say. Like, um, do you think that this, you could see the Jets or Dolphins winning the division from the Bills? Yes. 
but I don't think they will. I think right now, if I was going to predict the order of the division, it would go Bills, Dolphins, Jets, Patriots. I am higher on the Dolphins than probably most people. I think if Tua stays healthy, that offense is really dynamic. And I also think I like the addition of Vic Fangio so much on defense. When I think about the Jets, you know, you can look at it one of two ways. You can say like, okay, they had such a great defense last year and such bad quarterback play. Imagine if you kind of blended the two together, which is what they're doing. A lot of people have been like, this is exactly like when Tom Brady went to Tampa. Like that's going to be what Rodgers does when he's in New York and it's going to be special. I hear that, but at the same time, I'm just not sold on the Jets yet. Like I think they're good. Like I think they could legitimately, I think they could beat the Bills week one. I really do. But sure. I don't think that that automatically if, – if the Jets win week one, when you turn on the TV or radio on Tuesday morning, the talk will be, could the Jets win the Super Bowl? Are the Jets the best team in the AFC? Are the best Jets the best team in the AFC East? Whatever happens, it's going to be overblown. If the Bills win, it's the, – the Rodgers era is going to fail miserably. If the Jets win, it's the Bills stink and the Jets are going to be the best team in the AFC. I love it. You're I don't right. think I don't think any of that's true. It'll be overreaction that, Tuesday, no matter what happens. I think back to the year that the Bills went to the AFC Championship and then started the season at home against a Steelers team that we did not think was going to be very good and lost. And then after that game, being like, "What just happened?" And Emmanuel Sanders, who had played for the Steelers, was like, "Chill." He's like, "This stuff happens." It's like, "I promise you, we will be fine." But like, yeah. chill please. So that's I mean, kind of my, that's kind of the mindset that I have going. Aaron Rodgers relaxed when he was in green Bay. Right. Yeah, well, relaxed. Yeah, I mean, it's the I same mean, thing. He knows he, these veterans, they know it. You just said it, Matt, like you just said it back in 2020, they were not even in first place in their division in December. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Look what happened. So mm-hmm. the, the, the season is long. There's lots of ebbs and flows. All right. What would have to happen for the jets and Dol- jets and or dolphins or dolphins, I guess to win the division would it be? I guess this is the way I want to ask it. Is it something the Bills would have to do wrong or injury wise, or is it just simply Miami staying healthy with Tua or the Jets being the best version of themselves with Aaron Rodgers? Like, let's say the Bills have a nice season, they stay healthy. Not, you know, they're gonna have some bumps and bruises along the way. Is that enough to say okay, then they'll win the division, or could you still see a scenario where one of those teams could do it based on what they do? Well, I guess it depends a lot of what happens in the games that they play because they become that much more meaningful if you think that there is going to be a cluster at the top of the AFC East, which I think there's going to be. Like if the Dolphins or the Jets sweep the Bills, then yeah, like that's a little bit of what they did and a little bit of what the Bills didn't do. But if you told me right now, hey, the Bills go four and two in the division, then I would say, okay, Bills go four and two in the division. I think they're going to win the AFC East because that means they at least probably beat the Jets and Dolphins once each, or they swept one of those teams and lost twice to the other. I, I don't know. I just think that it could be a little bit of both. I think, but aside from an injury, which is, you know, the biggest X factor for any of the teams that we're talking about, I think it could be maybe the Bills lost a couple games that they shouldn't. A couple of those like tight games in the middle of the season where you're like, yeah, the Bills should be favored, but it's not an easy game. Like the, the games I'm thinking of are like the Giants game. At home, Sunday Night Football. I don't think the Giants are great, but I don't think the Giants are bad either. Like They could come in here and give the Bills a close game. If you drop a couple of those games, then it makes those tough ones that much tougher because then you have to win them. I'm going to say 
that if the Bills stay healthy and just have a what I think Bills season can be, I don't see one of those teams overtaking them. And the reason is because I just think those other teams have quite the depth of the Bills. It is a long season with attrition. And even if, let's say if everyone just stayed relatively healthy, right? We're not talking about major injuries on both sides. I just think the Bills are better. They got Josh Allen. They got a better roster. They'll win the division. And I mean, honestly, like all of the teams in the division are pretty much playing the same schedule. There's three games different between the Dolphins, Jets, and Bills and Patriots for yeah. that matter. It's the only the the matchup games for however you fell in the standings. Everything else is the same. I mean, they're mm-hmm. all they're all playing Philadelphia. They're all playing Kansas City, right? I mean, like how this goes for the Bills schedule wise is pretty. I mean, the uh, Warren Sharp has a lot of great stats on like scheduling. Mm-hmm. If you look like the hardest scheduled in the league are the AFC East teams, pretty much, and especially yes. like, the Patriots have the hardest based on a lot of things. So, I think Matt that that's how. That's what I still feel about the Bills, I guess, overall, is as long as they avoid major injury and they play to what they're supposed to play, it doesn't have to be the best of what they are. I don't see those other teams overtaking them, although I do think those teams will still be more competitive, and they're not going to win the game, the division by five and a half games like they did last year. I just think the Bills are a better roster overall, and if everything's equal, everyone stays healthy, and everyone has a kind of a normal season, I think the Bills still take the division. So let me ask you this. What is your biggest area of concern heading into both week one and to the entire season for the Bills? And then what is the thing you are most confident in heading into the season? And this could be about week one or just about the entire season. Um, my biggest area of concern for the Buffalo Bills, I, they still don't have that middle linebacker spot wrapped up. And look, yeah, I don't think that that has to be a death nail. That's not a That's not fatal to not have like – you're still going to have a guy there, Terrell, Tyrell Dodson, Terrell Bernard. He might not be Tremaine Edmonds, but and you also can insulate mm-hmm. that player with everything around him, with the safeties you have, with Milano. That's like that's not like have not having a quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's it's not like not having a, a pass rusher, which that obviously with the Bills without Von Miller, but they have Leonard Floyd and Greg Rousseau now. Um, so I think that's my biggest concern. The teams will try to attack and exploit that somehow, and the Bills have to figure that out what they want to do. Um, my biggest confidence is Josh Allen throwing the football. I mean, so honestly, like they're, they're going to be fine in offense. The bills, even if they have some troubles on offense, they'll still be good. And I know that because of last year, last year, they were not right on offense for the second half of the year. And Matt, they were still scoring at basically a top two or three offense in the league throughout those games. Yeah. I think that I, I agree with you about linebacker. I'm going to take it a little bit of a different direction, though. I'm still concerned about the offensive line, especially mm-hmm. right tackle. I don't know what to expect from Spencer Brown coming into the season, mm-hmm. and there's really not a lot of competition behind him. There's not a lot of people who I think are knocking on that door if he does not play well, really for both tackles. I think the offensive line, from a personnel standpoint, will be better this year. I think Connor McGovern is much better than Roger Saffold was last year. And it seems like Osiris Torrance is going to be a nice little bump up in play from what Ryan Bates was. So I think that's a good sign for the offensive line as a whole, but I'm still worried kind of about both tackles, but more specifically about Spencer Brown. Brandon Bean has said he was not fully healthy. He was coming off of an injury. He's still a young player. He's got a lot of reps that he needs. I know you don't want to take too much into the preseason, but there were times when the offensive line was not holding up the way they should have. It was against the Steelers. So that's a really, really good pass rush. I'm a bit concerned about the offensive line and just if they can kind of protect Josh and let the Bills offense be as dynamic as it should ultimately be. The thing that I'm most confident in, 
Also on offense, the improved weapons. Just for the entire group, I think Trent Sherfield and Deontay Hardy are much better options than the Bills have had in years past. I think their wide receiver room from top to bottom is significantly better than it was at this time last year, Mm -hmm. and especially at the playoffs when you were starting John Brown and Cole Beasley and guys who were not in the league and then guys who went on to other teams this year and couldn't make those teams. I mean, you look at Jamison Crowder, he gets cut. You look at Cole Beasley, I think he got cut in New York. I don't know if he ended up going back. Isaiah McKenzie briefly got cut. Like Those were your top options in those games. And now you have Stefan Diggs, who I think is going to have a massive season. Gabe Davis, who I think could have a really nice bounce back. You know, this is one of those he was so hyped last year by a lot of people, myself included. I thought Gabe was going to be a monster last year. Didn't live up to the expectations. I think this year, though, he continues to take a step in the right direction. And Dalton Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid could have the third most targets on this team. He could. There is a world where Dalton Kincaid could have the second most targets on this Mm -hmm. team this year. I don't think that happens, but that's not so unbelievable that it's impossible to happen. So that's the thing that I'm the most confident in. Surround your best player with weapons. And I think the Bills have done a better job of that. I don't think it's like the best in the league by any stretch but it's still better than what they've had. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. Yeah, I like all that. And I agree with all of it. I think it took you even a while to get to Dalton Kincaid, and you did, but that just speaks to the you know, really major improvement I think that they've had. I really like Trent Sherfield, by the way. Like, so did you come I. away so, from and so preseason going, this guy's this guy's really a good football player, man? That's yeah. what I, I mean, not to take anything away from anybody else, but he just he does everything so really well, I think. Well, I just think that it's like, okay, if you're gonna go through your project your um, progressions and yeah. you don't have anything at digs week one, okay. You got Sauce Gardner over there holding Stefan Diggs. Then you've got Gabe Davis, and you're like, okay, Gabe Davis is our second best option. I still think Sherfield can make plays. I think he brings them versatility that they have not had for somebody who can line up inside and outside. I think it makes them a little bit more dynamic because you can't sleep on that person. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think Cole Beasley or John Brown or Khalil Shakir were gar- are going to garner the attention that Trent Sherfield is going to garner. And then it's like, okay, if you sleep on him, he's going to burn you. But if then you pay the attention to him, then you should probably have a favorable matchup with whatever tight end you've got on the field. I also think, too, adding Dalton Kincaid makes Dawson Knox a better version of himself. I think that Dawson Knox's skill set can kind of be better utilized because of Dalton Kincaid. And I think Dawson Knox could have a nice season. Maybe the stats aren't quite there, but I think Dawson Knox can be somebody who could really make some big plays for this team. 
because I, I really do think Kincaid is going to carve out a role on this offense, like a you, very substantial role. You asked me about any concerns for week one. I think the concern for me week one is simply the environment. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to go to New York. It's going to be so hyped over there with Aaron Rodgers. They have to get off to a good start. You can't let that crowd get into it. You can't let the pa- – um, sorry, see, there you go. The uh, Jets feel really good about themselves and mm-hmm. think, okay, we got the Buffalo Bills. I remember back in 2019, the Bills came out. That was the year that they're like, okay, they – John Brown, Cole Beasley, they're brand new. Uh, yep. The Bills suddenly go 17 straight passes. But remember, a pick six goes off the hands of Cole Beasley. Uh, there's a safety in there or something. There was just a lot of things went wrong for the Bills early in the game. But the Bills came back, and they withstood that. But you start to have that against this team, I don't know. I think it might be a little bit to recover from. It's interesting, actually. The Bills did have the game in hand last year in New York and wound up losing it in the end because a couple bad plays here or there, Josh with a – Poor uh-huh. throw that Sauce Gardner picks off. And the Jets actually came back and won that game with a long drive at the end. Yeah, I don't think the Jets are a team that you want to get behind. I think the Jets right. are a team that you need to play in front of, especially with now the addition of Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall. Like Those guys are dynamic playmakers, and I don't think you want to fall behind 10 points to them or more because then they're just going to start handing the ball off and burning clock, and those guys are still going to move the chains because they are that good. I'm also a bit concerned about the Bills in the run game. I, I don't think it's a massive concern. But Their own run game or defending it? Defending the run, stopping the run. I feel like that's been a little bit of a kind of really mosquito in the neck for the Bills the last few years. Yeah, it has, a little but I think bit. they've been very good in the preseason. And yeah, I, I mean, I, obviously that's not, we know, it's preseason, but I, yeah. I like what I've seen from that group up front with the addition of Puna Ford and how, the, how they've been playing. Well, it goes both ways. And this was always the Rex Ryan thing. Yeah, they were good in the preseason, except for the plays that they weren't. And the plays that they weren't were big plays, like the Jalen yeah. Warren touchdown. 100%. Rex Ryan used to be like, oh, if you take out the 70-yard touchdown, we only gave up 2.1 yards a carry. It's like, well, you can't really do that because you no, gave up right. the 70-yard touchdown. And yes. I just have the flashbacks of Delvin Cook running that ball like 80 yards last year in Buffalo against the Vikings and being like, man, that guy can do it, and so can Brees Hall. I don't think well, the Bills. I don't think the Bills played Brees Hall last year. He no, but I'll say if you, if you, but if you tell me, you also asked me like what I'm most confident in week one, I'll go back to what I've been confident in since the beginning, which is you're getting the Jets at the right time, I think. I mean, Matt, how many snaps is Brees Hall going to have, honestly, coming back his first game from uh-huh. the ACL? I don't think he's going to play that much. Delvin Cook literally just joined the team, had a had shoulder surgery. I think he became a dad. He didn't jo- like start practicing until two weeks ago. Uh-huh. It's tough. You, Aaron Rodgers hasn't had all that much time on task compared to the rest of the league with his wide receivers. Like, I, I am confident in the fact that maybe the Bills are catching them at a time where they're still trying to figure it out a little bit. Well, you go both ways. I agree with you with everything you said, but the environment, I think, kind yeah. of evens the playing field. I think you would rather if you're the – what do you think? Would you rather start with a game that you should absolutely win or would you rather start with a game that's a really tough test on the road? Because it can go both ways. You can build your oh, confidence. I'd rather start with a game you should absolutely win, but – I, I I still don't think that the Jets are the best version of themselves in week one, like they're going to be maybe in week 10. Rodgers is strange. Rodgers has had some stinkers to start NFL seasons. I don't think he will now because I think the team around him is very talented, and I don't think they'll you know really have a stinker. I mean, maybe they will, but I think they're going to be competitive in every game they play this year, and I think that's going to be the case here. I think the biggest difference in this game, everybody will say like, oh, the biggest difference is turnovers. I, I think that might be a little bit too cliche. I think the biggest difference in this game is who starts fast and who doesn't. Because I think if the Bills come out of the gate swinging, 
then it could be a nice day for them and a nice way to start the season. But if they start slow, once again, preseason doesn't matter. But if they look like they did against the Steelers in the first half on those three drives that Josh played, it might be a really, really, really long day and a really rough way to start the season. Or they could look like they did against the Bears in the first two drives. Exactly. Exactly. But I... I think the Jets' defense is really good. Quinn and Williams is oh, it's, awesome. It's Quinn and good. Williams is awesome. It's very good. I, what's the biggest matchup? What's the biggest um, advantage the Bills have matchup-wise in this game? <sighs> That's. True. I think there's one clear one. Clear. It's the, the Bills' D line against the Jets' O line. I was going to say it's the line, uh, defensive line, because yeah. the Jets' offensive line has been. I don't. You're right. How much do you trust the guys that they have, though? The Bills. Because I think that's more about the Jets' offensive line than it is about the Bills' defensive line. I guess I'm higher on the Bills' defensive line than you are, but the Jets' offensive line has been very bad all preseason in camp, according to all reports. Yes, it has been. It seems like that's been the big... I mean, you know, not that Bills fans aren't doing the same, but it feels like every Jets fan is tweeting about Jason Peters trying to come back or something like that. So I think that might be the biggest advantage for the Bills. I think the biggest disadvantage for the Bills is... Is it the other way around? Bills O-line against their D-line? It might be. might be. Um, By the way, just looking this up. Brees Hall did not have one carry in the preseason. I just don't expect Brees Hall to play that much, to be quite honest with you. You think he plays? I think he's probably active. Maybe not. He might. It wouldn't surprise me if he's inactive. So, yeah, I'm not really thinking about Brees Hall that much for this game. Any? I mean, we're still a week out from this. Any guesses at who could be, you know, a surprise inactive for the Bills or maybe somebody who's banged up who we don't think will be back? I know we're going to get to questions in a little bit. Like, do you think Christian Kirksey is on the field? Do you think he's even active? Do you think he's elevated? Uh, how about what about Terrell can Bernard? Can I reserve the right to answer that later in the week? <laughs> sure, you can. Okay, you can. <laughs> you know what you I mean? Can. Like, I think it's a little tough to sit here right now. I think it, I mean, we haven't had any practices have gone out there. There hasn't been any um, injury reports yet. We'll get that. So I'm not trying to skirt the question. I just think that's a really that's way too broad right now to kind of think about. Like I haven't really dug into it yet a little bit, you know, and and see where they and see you know, where the bills are. We will, by the way, get an injury report on Thursday for the first time. This oh, it's week. not what, Oh yeah. It's a Monday night game. I keep Monday forgetting. It's a Monday. I keep forgetting. It's a Monday night game. All right. Let's so, answer some of your questions coming up. All right. 